Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the Excuse Me, You're in the Way podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about our favorite streaming services from first to worst, and we're also going to be talking about what we're watching on those streaming services. If you enjoy what you hear, please check us out on our Instagram page, Excuse Me Podcast Official. Thanks. When you're looking at your streaming services and you're checking out what streaming service you want to listen to, what do you put these streaming services in order in terms of content? What was it, what would you consider the best streaming service and what would you consider the streaming service that just doesn't deliver the same? Well, for me, I was looking at reoccurring content. So for me, I picked, uh, number one was Netflix for me because they have so much content and so many shows uh, that are always hitting the mark and they're and they, every season seems to be a great season um and they haven't been canceled yet thank god <laughs> so it's it was really that simple so i have so many shows on that app right now that haven't been canceled and they're still going strong so i i just know that i just i can't live without my netflix and also quality they they have they have uh a lot of 4K content. I would say probably the most 4K content um, out of the apps uh, that I have. Well, what would you? What was the rest of your list? Okay, so number <laughs> one, oh, I didn't know where you go with that whole thing. Okay, all right. Number one is Netflix. Number two is HBO Max. Number three was Prime Video. Number four was Disney. And number five was Hulu. Now, I know that Disney, Disney, I, there's only one show that I watch on Disney, but the movies that they have, especially with Marvel um, and other uh, classic movies on there, it's it's a uh, to me it's a must have must have app. Uh, I disagree. How so? Come here. I mean, my list is Netflix, Hulu. Amazon and then Disney last. I don't have HBO Max yet, and I know when I do, HBO Max is probably going to fall at number two because of the content that they have. I mean, I agree with you. Netflix is, in terms of content, just has the best. They've created this game. Yes, um, I agree. Disney, I agree. They have great content, but my issue with Disney is it's content that I'm not always wanting to watch, and they don't have enough new content coming out to justify a streaming service like. I bought those movies. I didn't need Disney Plus to, to watch them. I mean, and I would say too, their Marvel shows haven't come out yet too. So that's why I give them a little bit. Of course. Of no, no, of course. I want those shows to be good, but I feel like Hulu gives me plenty of things I want to watch. Uh, and then there's shows that I have started that I've enjoyed so far. So Hulu's definitely delivered. Amazon has good shows, but I feel like Amazon doesn't deliver as many. There are shows that they're really good. They're really freaking good. Yeah. Ray, what do you think? What what would you put in your list? So my list is um of course Netflix number one. For me, Hulu is number two. Disney Plus is number three, and Amazon Prime is number four. Damn. Okay. Damn, am I the only motherfucker that has HBO Max? What the fuck? 
I need to share. Yeah, I need I'm... to share my password. <laughs> <laughs> I need you guys to put you. Yeah, no, nah, man. Hey, trust me. I know I would love it, and you know why? Because I know they have the Big Bang Theory. I'm obsessed with the Big Bang Theory of the show. I, I was a huge fan for all the seasons. So I know just on that alone, not even counting like the ability to watch Entourage and all these other shows that I love from HBO, um, HBO would quickly rise to number two in my list. Man, HBO has some good shows, man. Uh, I mean, I can't get rid of my HBO. It was, what was well, the name of the Max part? It was just the HBO part. Did you know, I don't know if you knew this, but HBO is actually developing a Joker TV show. Stop yeah, it. Carlos, they have... They have a lot of DC shows on there. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. Um, Joker, they're developing a Joker TV show. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I was curious. How good is that show, uh, Euphoria? That's a good fucking show. That's it that's is. a dope show. I'm a big fan of hers. I, I enjoy watching her act. Zendaya, yeah. Uh, and then there's other actors and actresses on there that are, are pretty well known too. And I haven't, I haven't had a chance to check it out because I don't have HBO or HBO Max. To, to, to but, me, that's the most realistic high school uh, show uh, that I've seen uh, based on my experience with high school. You know, it's okay. real. It, it's it is realistic, but I mean, if if your high school was as soft porn as that show is, <laughs> oh, oh my geez. it's a because it, it's a great show, but it's like soft porn, Carlos. <laughs> well, well, come on, man. Okay, everybody was fucking. Let's just be real. Everybody was fucking. Okay, I'm not sure to that extent in the show, but it's it's very real. Okay. Like it's like to say that teens aren't doing any of this is not based in reality because we know teens are up to no good. Shit, we were up to no good growing up. See, the benefit of HBO Max too is I haven't finished Silicon Valley yet. Um, then what the fuck are you waiting for, bro? Man, I'm a. I don't. I'm gonna text you my I password love, during the show. It's my favorite show um, that they had recently. Outside of like Ballers, I really enjoyed Ballers too. But I mean, they have Entourage, they have Sopranos, they have all those classics. So I mean, even then, I'll go back and watch those shows. Oh, you know what? Hey, Ray, I'm uh, I'm gonna put you on too because they have Adult Swim on there. That's right. They look yes. Bro, I'm not going to lie. Okay. I, I, I was up late and I was watching Robot Chicken. Because remember how we used to... I love Robot Chicken. Bro, remember bro. we used to come back from the bars and clubs and we used to be already fucked up and we'd be watching Robot Chicken and Adult <laughs> Swim with Randy and all of us. And we'd be cracking up laughing. Robot Chicken was the best. Robot Chicken was the best. It still is, bro. Okay, so we've established HBO Max has great content. They have a lot of content, yes. which is awesome, and probably going to grow in content, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, so what are you guys watching on Netflix? So as of right now, one thing that's on my list that actually just came out yesterday is Selena. My wife is watching it right now, but I'm going to wait uh, till later for I can uh, start cracking on the episodes. Um, you know, I talked to somebody about that. They, they, they said they didn't necessarily like it. Lucy says that it's uh, it's more realistic than the movie. But I heard um, it's still cookie cutter, though. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to say, she didn't really, like, say it was good or bad, neither. She just said that it was more realistic. <laughs> but <laughs> that that's all she said. Okay. Am I the only one that thinks that she's too, like, she's too skinny? She's, like, to be Selena? 
Well, she had to wear butt pad and uh, thigh pad. Oh, come on, man. That that was my thing. When I saw the trailer, it was just like she didn't, she didn't just, she didn't really look like Selena to me. So that's why I have my reservations on watching it. But I mean, it, if she acts it well, does it really matter as long as she portrays the character the way the character needs to be portrayed? You know that's what I mean? True. That's true. I think I think I'm just but, I'm comparing it with J Lo, and that's why I'm just like. Shit. Yeah, but J Lo didn't look anything like Selena. Look at J Lo's face and Selena's face. They look but, completely but her, different. But her body and essence brought out Selena. Um, I'm sorry, Ray. Continue on your list. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the shows that I watch on Netflix, um, some are a little older, like Witcher. Um, I I started watching that again because I really enjoyed that show, and I can't wait for season two. Also, um, Friends from College is one of my favorites. Oh, I forgot about that fucking show. Thank you, Ray. That's a good show. I canceled after season two. Yeah, bro, I fucking love that show. That sh- that show is like, like really, like it, it, it really is a group of friends. That's like, us. Another show right. that I enjoy is on my block. And another thing that I like about Netflix that is not just specific to sh- um to regular uh, uh, TV shows, but I also love their documentaries. They have good documentaries. As far as Hulu, okay, so um, what I like in Hulu, I like watching the older shows and shows that I don't get to watch on networks. I just catch up on them there. So one of my top favorites is Atlanta. So I've been uh, catching up on season two of Atlanta. Another show that um I've been catching up on that I've missed like a couple seasons is This Is Us. Bomb is- ass show. Yes. Really? I'm sorry, man. That th- Ray, uh, uh, you're you're my dude. That that is a good fuck. That is the I'm sorry. That's the realest show uh, by far. How often does it make you cry? Uh, I'm. I, you want to be real? There's a couple times where I'm like. Fuck you, motherfucker! You got that one tear that comes down that I'm trying um, to fight back. The thug tear. The thug there's tear. only there's only two times that I actually cried, and it was uh, parts that I related to, like when Randall had an anxiety attack. It made me cry because I can relate. I could relate to that because I've I've been there. And uh, when uh, the father died. Mm, yes. That was crazy, man. The mm. way that. They 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 did that whole scene. I mean, and I'm I'm only I'm only I think I'm I don't know if I'm at the end of season two or in the middle of season three, um, because uh, it's it's been a couple of weeks since I've actually caught up, and sometimes I'm like hazed from work, so my brain's not all there. The layers in that show, man, there's just so many layers. It, I mean, it's it's a great show. Another it, show that I, I like catching up on is How to Get Away with Murder. Yes. That was a good show, but I stopped watching. And I stopped watching when they killed their main character. Wes? Yo, how you disrespect Wes? <laughs> <laughs> Once they did that, I was like, I'm done. This show, you you were doing so many good things. You were doing it right. You were playing these. Uh, and then I'm like, and then you killed the one guy who was helping carry the fucking show. But, but Carlos, I, I, I'm with you. I, I, I'm not going to lie. After I saw that, I was like done. But I gave it a shot. 
and I watch the next season and it's just as good. Like it's, it didn't miss a beat. Like the whole tone of the show is, is just awesome. But my thing is like his, his whole character arc wasn't even done. Like there was so much more for him to accomplish as a character. I know. There was so I know. Um, but to interject, there's actually, I mean, I'm with Mike. I actually uh, didn't watch for like a year because I was pissed when they killed West. When I did watch the following season, his arc still go. You still you still find out more about him. It's still it's still good, man. The show is still good. All right, maybe I'll check it out again. Maybe I'll check hey, it out. Hey, am I, and am I the I, only I, one that likes the show based on the music? Because the reason why I like How to Get Away Way with Murder is the music, like production on the show. Like it's really top notch. That doesn't play a, a role in my my decision. Hey, um, Mike, but you know what? That it's not just how to get away with murder. If you pay attention to Shonda Rhimes' shows, that's what she does. She she interjects the music with the acting. Like, look at um Grey's Anatomy, which is my next show. I was gonna say that I like to catch up on on Hulu. Um, they do the same thing with the music <laughs> and everything. And that, actually, you're right. Crazy. She does it in Scandal too. Yes, bro. I I could never get into that show. Which one, Grey's? Yeah. No. Oh my god, bro! I love Grey's Anatomy, bro. I can't bro, get into it. Either. It's at the bottom of my doctor show list. <laughs> okay, how is it still on? Come on, let's be real. Is is it is it like like do they like change the doctors or something now? It's like season no. fifty. It's still the same like four doctors. I feel I feel, I feel like this show has been on since the invention of the television. Like you get, give me house back, and you can take Grey's Anatomy. Give me house. I want some more Grey House. I'm you sorry. Know, I'm I, sorry. I, we're shitting I, I on your you show, what, right? Uh, no, no, no. You know what, though, Carlos, I, I agree with you. Um, if I had to choose between House and Grey's, I'll choose House, cause House was badass. I would choose House with you, bro, for sure. I mean, I loved I, I loved House, and I loved uh, and I watch House still on uh, on Prime actually, but I, I liked House and I like Scrubs. And now that they added Scrubs on Prime, I'm hype as hell. I'm like, I can watch Scrubs again regularly. I'm like, that's gonna hit the rotation again. So on Prime, uh, I still gotta catch. I still gotta catch on uh, season two of The Boys. That's one of my top. Great show. Um, I, uh, I enjoyed, uh, season one of Homecoming. I haven't seen season two yet. It's, uh, it, it, it messes with your head a little bit, but not as bad as Mr. Robot. So I could handle this one. Um, <laughs> Mr. Robot, if anyone, uh, if anyone out there has Amazon Prime, Mike and I highly, 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 highly recommend you watch Mr. Robot. It definitely plays, especially if you're a big conspiracy theorist, it'll play with your head. But you, I highly recommend you guys out there watch that show. It's amazing. All-time favorite show by far. Better than Breaking Bad. And that's really hard for me to say. Yeah, that's that's a, a stretch. Because Breaking Bad is like, in my opinion, this is my opinion, is the show. For yes. me, it's the show. Yes. Are you watching any good movies on Brian? Um, to be honest, I haven't really checked out the movie. That's why Prime is four for me, because uh, besides the boys and Homecoming, and I, uh, I'm oh, and uh, uh, Jack, uh, Jack Ryan, Jack, uh huh. Those are the three shows I'm watching there. 
after that, check out um Carnival Row. Carnival Row. That's what I want to watch. And then Tales from the Loop is another one I want to watch. Okay. Damn, y'all gonna leave uh, Borat? Very nice. I haven't seen the new one. I haven't even had the urge to see it, but I do like, you know, I'll. I know I'm gonna eventually watch. It's it. funny as fuck. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. That guy has balls of steel. I mean, he gets away with murder. I hated Bruno. I didn't Bruno really... was whack. Bruno was whack. Bruno was so over the top. I was just... <laughs> okay. Nah. I did. I did laugh when he was sitting on the guys when he's using them as chairs. <laughs> that you know what I what wanted happened? to stop watching, but I still couldn't. <laughs> is when he was sucking the ghost's dick. <laughs> What show are you guys talking about? <laughs> you, when, you came at the wrong when time. I saw that scene. I was like, somebody give this guy an Oscar and leave me the fuck alone. We're talking about Bruno. Oh. Yeah, I crossed the line at that. I was like, okay, I'm turning this off. Yeah, I couldn't watch Bruno. I knew, but I knew that from watching Bruno on his show. He needs to come out with an Ali G movie, man. Or did he already come out with one? He came out with one a long oh, time ago. He's an extremely intelligent guy. He is. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've watched uh, an interview. It's called Roundtable. And it was him, Jim Carrey, uh, Henry Winkler, and uh, Tom Cheadle. And Sam, the guy who played Sam Malone. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, from- and then someone else that I don't honestly know what he was doing, like what he did. But that was, I was like, that, that's an incredible group of people. But what that just reassessed to me was a lot of these comedians are uber intelligent. Yes. You have to be intelligent. Like, to be a comedian, you have to be smart. Oh, fuck yeah. Because you have to observe. I mean, that's, that's, that's the thing. And, and to be honest with you, that's another reason why a lot of comedians uh, battle depression. Because they see, they see things... Um, for its entirety, and they get depressed when they see the world. So they try to, you know, become a comedian and make a joke out of it. When really, it, it like it really bothers them when they see the state, the state of where the way the, the way the world is through their eyes. Yeah, that's true. That, that is true. You know what, what what's crazy? Um, I don't know who exactly was the originator of that, but the one that I saw that. I was like, wow, you know, comedians are smart. It's George Carlin. Because the way he would break things down, you know, about society and make it funny at the same time, you would be like, yo, I didn't even think about it like that. Robin Williams did it a lot, too. Mm -hmm. Robin Williams was able to dissect dissect the world for what it was and, and make a joke out of it pretty damn good. Dave Chappelle is the king of doing mm-hmm. that. All right. Legends. All of them. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's get back on topic. This could all be used for like a little snippet, potentially. Word. Um, all right. So I'm going to restart from the Disney thing, okay? <laughs> I think we can all agree that Disney, the only thing worth watching right now is The Mandalorian. Yes. I agree. Like, there's a lot of, like, classic things we can watch, but in reality, in terms of new content, The Mandalorian is the only thing that P- 
piques anybody's interest. I'm waiting for WandaVision. I'm excited because I saw the trailer for it. That shit looks like it's going to be very entertaining. It looks like they're going to give it, they're going to take us through multiple decades and looks that these two had. What I'm curious to see is how is this happening? Is it happening through Wanda's mind? Is Wanda connecting to Vision in some way through his mind? That's what I want. I I can't wait because I hope this is a way they're going to introduce X-Men into Marvel. No, this isn't how it There's rumors that they're, that they're going to try to introduce the X-Men into the MCU through this show. Oh, of course. Really, from the show? I thought it was going to be from Captain no, Marvel. They, uh, they're going to they're gonna try because uh, the what they did for casting, they cast uh, they cast uh, um, Evan Peters who played Quicksilver um, in the X-Men movies, the new X-Men movies. And they're wondering if he's going to play like a different version of uh, uh, Quicksilver uh, in the show. That would be cool. The only way I can see in my mind that it can, that it could work or it would work good would be if they have like Dr. X going to, to see Wanda and her brother when they were younger. Disney's not touching any of the major X-Men. They've made that clear that what they're doing is introducing X-Men that didn't have a big role in the original X-Men movies that Fox made. So that way they can give them a break and introduce them in a bigger moment. Yeah. So that's why there's talks of Rogue being introduced because she's a major character for X-Men. She was a villain in the comics. They're introducing her through Captain Marvel as a villain because... That's the perfect introduction. And then the rumors that I heard were, or that I've read on the internet is that this could potentially set up an X-Men versus Avengers movie, which would then be the introduction to the X-Men as a uh, group. That would be dope. That would be dope. But we'll see. We won't know it, so. Yes. I mean, I'm excited to see Hawkeye and Falcon as well. I want to see what's going to happen there with Falcon being, you know, Captain America. Oh, did you? I want to see how. Did you see go. the new pictures for Hawkeye with um, uh, Haley Steinfeld? She's going to be playing Kate Bishop. So she's Kate going to Bishop. be the new Hawkeye. Yes. Interesting. Nice. I like. Her. I like. She's, a, she's she's gorgeous. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got I got a good feeling about these shows. I got I think that these. I mean, Disney hasn't done us wrong in any of the Marvel related things that they have given us. Mm-hmm. For the movies, they keep and keep on delivering. They have a clear path. And that's why they're better than DC when it comes to their movies. Because DC clearly has no plan. Okay, so I, I'm going to do a hot take. I'm going I'm to do my Stephen A real quick. Has <laughs> the streaming shows become like the go-to uh, form of entertainment more than movies. Yes, I I one hundred percent agree. One hundred percent. That's why there's big name actors now doing shows because they recognize that there's good money to be made here. They're only making ten or eleven episodes. The most you're going to make on a Netflix show is thirteen episodes. That's the most you're going to make. Normally, it's between what six and ten. So you're going to get paid good money to make six to ten episodes of quality content with no filler. I mean, that sounds like a great time. And they had the potential to make more money. You know. Yeah. 
you know, and you know, you know why I say that is because um, when I saw Hunters and I saw Al Pacino, I, I, I you know, I, w- I was thinking, you know, it's like, damn, I was like, they got Al Pacino to commit to a TV show. And, and, and I, yeah. and I just, you know, I did the math and I looked at it and it just, it made sense because he's probably working less. Um, he probably gets paid more per episode and it's, he, it's a less, it's less of a responsibility of a show to fail than to put out a movie in a theater nowadays. That move, that TV show was fucking incredible. Yes. Anyone out there? Watch The Hunters. An amazing show. Well done. And the ending will fucking shock you. I still haven't finished that. And you know what? I'll, I'll add that to my seen... prime list because the first couple of episodes were good. No, that show is incredible. We were on the edge of our seat. That show was solid. And then when you finally watch the end and you see what happens, you're going to be like, damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to hit you. I, I I think Prime is is like climbing because the, their shows and their content it's it's really solid and I think it's it's gonna really really compete with Netflix and HBO Max. It already is, but I think more as it keeps growing, it's gonna become a top contender. Yeah, what, Prime. Prime is great. No, I, I don't know if it's gonna necessarily pass Netflix. Netflix is going to be hard to catch at this point. I guess. That's true. They pump out so much content. They pump out niche content that people, not necessarily everybody wants to watch, but someone out there wants to watch. Uh, so I appreciate what Netflix does. Uh, they make great content. I mean, all of them do. They all make solid content. Disney's behind because Disney put out a show, Pandemic Hits, and then they don't pump out any of the shows that they had promised for 2020. Right. That wasn't the shock. Yeah. I mean... What Mike? What are you watching on Netflix? Well, the the most recent show, well, uh, the, the two recent shows I'm watching right now, uh, is Ratchet. I if uh, the audience out there, if you like classic movies like uh, like Who Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, uh, this is a great show to watch because it touches on uh, Nurse Ratchet and that classic Jack Nicholson movie. So it builds off that. Um, it's it's a really good thriller um, that has Sarah Paulson in it. Um, it has uh, Corey Stahl. It has a lot of good people in it, and I just I think it's just such a well done show. Really messed up. Okay. Um, another show that I'm tr- I'm starting to get caught up on because everyone's been telling me how good it is. The Crown. Uh, it's it deals with. Uh, uh, the UK and its monarchy. Uh, the most recent. How do you like it though? Like, I feel like that would be too dry for me. It, it it is, but if you appreciate history and if like me, I like history and I like watching shows that kind of just like t- expose me to stuff that I wasn't aware of during that time period. It's it's. But is it historically accurate? Yes. Oh yes. Oh yeah. It's it's one. So they're gonna show the queen killed uh, Princess yes. Diana. I I guess I hope so. I haven't got to that, I haven't got to that season yet. Okay, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> um, and then so so the crown I'm catching up on. Um, uh, I'm rewatching Office for the thirtieth time. 
as <laughs> as what everyone should do. Uh, uh, on my block, uh, I haven't watched the latest season, but that's a good show. Uh, Which on show? my block? Have you watched on my block? I have watched like the first four episodes, and it didn't grab oh, me. Right. Ray, that on my block is is basically us <laughs> growing up, isn't it? Basically, yeah, pretty much. But besides um the the um the girl, I mean, we didn't really have. Yeah, we didn't have a girl in our group. You had, <laughs> but besides that, Mike, you were in the group. You had a girl in the group. Well, you weren't officially <laughs> in the group yet, so don't worry about it. <laughs> you were the oh, girl in the you. group. You just didn't oh. realize. <laughs> okay narcos you guys have to watch narcos that is a good oh that's a good show man and i, I it's accurate to a point they changed a few things because it's a little hardcore um which one are you talking about the the, the mexican both. narcos the, I, the, the new the newest no. ones is the, is the narcos mexico that one i've been watching the Colombian Narcos wasn't accurate. There's a, well, I would say I was, that's why I'm saying not, it's accurate to a point. Like no. he was like like it's, he was he was in prison, but he he did run the yeah. prison. Um, and the characters are based on real people, but there is some stuff that they did <laughs> that they did obviously change. If you want to watch a properly made Pablo Escobar show, I think it's still on Netflix, El Patron del Mar. That's a pro- that was it's in Spanish. You can put the subtitles, or I don't know if they have English subtitles, or or, or not English subtitles, but English uh, uh, ro- over voice recording. Now I gotta start that over. Some of the things. Um, if you want to watch a show on Netflix that's more accurate as far as Pablo Escobar is concerned, watch El Patron del Mal. That's a it's a very good show. It's properly made and it's more accurate. Uh, and it should be on Netflix. It's in Spanish, but you should be able to have the subtitle set up there. Word. Okay. And then let me. Uh, damn, I got way too many shows on Netflix. Uh, Wit- Witcher, <laughs> Stranger Things, and Haunting of Hill House. All great shows. The- I haven't watched Haunting of Hill House. But oh, those episode. are good shows. Yeah, the other two, I've, of course, I love. But yeah, I haven't seen Haunting of Hill yeah. House either. Okay, you know what's gonna fuck you up with Haunting of Hill House? Uh, they in in shots throughout the show, they have uh they have ghosts, not actual ghosts, but people playing ghosts in the background, and you and you try to spot like the ghosts hidden, um like in the spots in the shows, like during the scenes. It's freaky. So they couldn't afford to get real ghosts. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Well, they're a little expensive. <laughs> not real, yeah, ghosts. not real ghosts. <laughs> you know, not... I'm so glad. Yeah, it's, well, it's 2020. You got to explain everything nowadays. <laughs> uh, so HBO Max, Euphoria, Watchmen, True Detective, and Barry. Those, man, those are, those are good, solid shows. And I can't believe they're not bringing Watchmen back, man. You're making me miss my <laughs> HBO, Mike. <laughs> man, t- bro, text me. I'll send you my password. Shit. <laughs> don't text me I won't send you shit <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, okay Prime Video The Boys of course Jack Ryan 
Mr. Robot, I'm watching again. Uh, Utopia and Hunters. And Amazon, fuck you very much for canceling Utopia, even though I'm still... Such a good show. Even though I'm still going to use your fucking app to order shit. But I was really looking <laughs> forward to a second season of that show. That was a good fucking show. And I, I hope there's that people are shit on you so much to bring it back. So I know we're supposed to talk to the audience, but I didn't know we were supposed to shit on them. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Hulu, I was, ha- I was having a hard time finding shows to, that I'm really like dedicated to on Hulu. The, the only... Yeah, really? Handmaid's Tale was the only one. Teacher, I'm watching, but I'm like, it's good. Um, How to Get Away with Murder, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Um, and This Is Us. This Is Us, I do catch up on, on Hulu. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, see, I on Netflix, I'm, I'm way too hyped about uh, Big Mouth. New oh, season. I- God about that show. Big Mouth's new season. We watched the first episode yesterday. This shit's gonna be a shit show. I can already tell with the amount of fucking balls they show in the first Wait, episode. You're only in season one? I know. I'm on the, la- the new oh, season. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. No. I highly... Okay. If anyone hasn't seen the Big Mouth, I highly recommend you watch Big Mouth. If you're very easily offended, I highly recommend you avoid Big Mouth like it's the plague. Because it is going to offend the shit out of everything you know. I still haven't watched it. Ray, you gotta but what watch I appreciate it. About, Come on, man. Ray, you gotta watch it. Because what I appreciate about Big Mouth is they make a big production about everything. But in reality, they're actually showing something. And, it, and it's true. They're just showing it in a real goofy way. But it's actually, they're, it's somewhat educational to a certain extent. Ray, they got a ghetto ladybug. Who see who sees them and they're like, oh shit, what are these motherfuckers gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> I love that Bro, it's so funny. I, uh, what what is it? The horny monster? <laughs> Monster's name? Oh, the monster. puberty monster. I'm sorry. <laughs> but he always shows up when the kids are horny. I, I I might check out some episodes tonight at work. Yeah, but if you haven't seen it, I don't know if you have you got no, it. No, but I heard it's really no, good. No. Very good show. Very well made. You guys are very big fans of character-driven shows. Have anyone else out there who likes character-driven shows? Check it out because it's really well done. It's not. Um, I enjoyed the movie Jingle Jangle that came out on Netflix. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's very just about chess. It's her dealing with her own demons. And it's very interesting to watch. It's a very enjoyable thing to watch because... You see her go through stages of her life. You see her ups and you see her downs. And it's it's just very well made, very well done, and very, very accurate in terms of set design, too. It was very impressive to see the 50s and 60s come back to life. Nice. Yeah. Um, yesterday, I started this show on Hulu, and I'm loving it. Uh, there's a show called Container Homes. What? It's literally people building homes out of containers. What? I love shit like that. I got to check it out. Bro. Great show. I just watched one. One of the guys has land and he just built a, he bought like two, uh, three 40 feet, 30 foot containers, put them on like concrete uh, slabs and then stacked up two more containers over the top 
bro, incredible how it comes alive. It's a beautiful home. Like it's, I just, I love that kind of stuff too. Like I, like Netflix has this show called Tiny Homes. Great fucking show. If yeah. anyone hasn't seen that, watch it. Tiny Homes is awesome. It make you want to buy one because it's like sixty thousand dollars. You know, month time. Hulu also has. I've been watching Future Man. Uh, it's hard to kind of get into at first, but I've enjoyed it to a certain extent. I'm giving it a chance. I'm going to watch probably two or three more episodes. And if it doesn't pull me in by then, I'm just going to call it. Uh, I love The Masked Singer on uh, Hulu. I watch that because I don't watch it on TV because I do not have cable. Um, I'm watching Superstore. I love Superstore. It's a very funny show. Yeah, Superstore uh, is dope. I heard it's hilarious. The one, the one show I haven't watched on, on Hulu is ATL. That's Man, that's um, so funny, man. Yeah, I want to watch it. I think it's. I think it. I'm sure it's great. I, Donald Glover is amazing, so I wouldn't be surprised that it's amazing. Florida man. <laughs> Hi, I'm Zan. <laughs> <laughs> Prime, Prime. Honestly, I'm kind of with with you guys. I I watch a lot of movies on Prime. Jack Ryan, Chuck, The Boys, uh, Utopia, all those shows are the same shows I watch as well. I love those shows. I, I gave Carnival uh, Carnival Row a try, and it seems intriguing. It's very fantastical. Uh, it's... Speaking of streaming services, did you guys get your 2020 Spotify list? Yep. I sure did. What, I'm curious to see what you guys got on your Spotify list compared to what I got on mine. Because I know I have some funny ones on there from like my top people. I got a funny one up there that people probably wouldn't expect from me. Mike, what did you have on your list? All right. Okay, so I'll start with my top five on my Spotify list. Okay. Uh, number five was Eminem. Uh, he had a really good album earlier this year. And... I don't know. I I can always find a really good Eminem song to listen to, um, no matter whether it's vibing or working out, especially workout music. Eminem has really good uh, workout music. I agree. Yeah. And what about you guys? Who's your number five? My number five was MF. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ray put me on. And yeah, MF is amazing. I, I I'm I'm very big into conscious rap. And that's exactly what he's delivering. He delivers great music. And, I mean, he's talking about his own personal experiences, which I think is dope. So, yeah, that's my number five. What about you, Ray? So, my number five was Mark Anthony. Was and it, I think it – Ray, was, your, was that your number five or was that your mom's number five? I, it, it was. It's an artist that me and my mom, my mom both listen to. It's nostalgic for me because it reminds me of my childhood. And I'm actually – I am a fan of Mark Anthony. And then, of course, it's one of her favorite artists. Yeah, I can tell that as an artist that we both listen to. I knew you were half Puerto Rican, you fuck. <laughs> and Mike really wants to be Colombian, clearly. <laughs> we, can't, we can't pick our stripes, Carlos. Okay, right. so number four on everyone's list. Number four, Logic. We we all we're all huge Logic fans, so that's no surprise. I just thought he was I thought he was gonna be fucking higher. Because he was either one or two last year. Last year he was number one for me. Yeah, so he's. Uh, I'm not. I'm not surprised at all that Logic is still in my top five. You know, I, honestly, I think he'll always be. Well, actually, that's a good point. I'm not sure if he's going to be top five next year because supposedly he's retired. 
Yeah, no more music means that it's gonna be hard to just be playing the same songs over and over. Fucking as good as they are, as good as they are. Uh, uh, My number four was Jay Z, and I think that's mainly because Jay Z's music was taken off of Spotify a while ago when he came out with Title, and he recently brought it back to Spotify. So I started bumping a lot of Jay again. Um, but I was surprised to see him in my top five because I didn't expect, I didn't think I played him that frequently, but I guess I did. I'm glad he did that too, by the way. I'm glad he kind of admitted that title wasn't going to work out. All right. What about you, Ray? Who's, who's, uh, so my, so my number four was Nas. Okay. Okay. Nice. My favorite lyricist one, and his new album was fire. I mean, it was different from Nas, but it was fire. I haven't heard it yet. I heard it. I liked it. I liked it. I, I, I can get, I understand why some people won't like it because it is different. But, I mean, you got to understand that's he's, he's keeping his, he's, he's maintaining his ways, but he's adjusting, you know, to the new era of music. So, you know, you can't blame him for that. What about your number three, Mike? <laughs> so this is... <laughs> This is the one there was this was the curveball that I got. This is Jay Balvin. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck Jay Balvin got on there. I mean, I have an idea, but it wasn't me. So someone <laughs> hacked someone must have hacked my fucking Spotify or is playing my Spotify and my Alexa. I don't know. Maybe I'm fucking sleepwalking and listening to fucking Jay Balvin on Spotify. I don't know. I know, man. I don't I don't get it. But he but apparently he's number three and I listen to him more than Two of my favorite artists of all time. Okay, so number three for me is Eminem. And I mean, it's hard to not have M in my top five. I'm, I play Eminem's music whenever. I mean, his new stuff, his old stuff, I, I enjoy it always. Um, it's rare that I skip an Eminem song, so that's I'm not surprised that he's in my top five. This is my plot, so this is when I knew that this was an artist that um, my mom was listening to the whole year. So number three was Andrea Bocelli. All right. I, and I listened to him a little bit, but not for him to be my number three. <laughs> I don't think I've ever listened to him once. I think I listened um, to him, but I don't I don't even know I was listening to him. The opera? Yeah, he's opera, but I don't I like I don't, But I don't he has other him. songs too. He he sings other songs besides opera. Wait, wait. What's 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 one of the songs that he sings? Baby got back. Um, <laughs> nah. So, uh, one of one of the the songs that he's famous for it's a cover, but he's famous. It's called Besame Mucho. Ah. Uh, and that's actually one. Of, ah, see, yeah. Is that is that the one that's in all the movies? That's like. Yes. All right, so All let's, right. Go, let's go to number two, Mike. Number two, Joyner Lucas. I mean, Great. he's he's got oh man, he's got so many good songs. He had a new album this year. I think he had two new albums this year. But he makes good music. Man, he makes some dope ass music, man. And I, he's another person I can I can listen to, whether I just want to vibe or if I want to work out. Is and his lyrics are just ah, uh, man, he's dope. That's all I can say. He's dope. As, he's dope as fuck. 
One of my one of my one of my favorite new artists. That's out. I mean, is he really new anymore? Uh, I guess new compared to. I mean, I guess, yeah, out like Dave and Nas and M, sure. Yes. But he's been out for what? Like, he's been out for like ten years. No, he's new in the mainstream. My number two is Jesse Reyes. I just fuck with her music. Jesse Reyes is a beast. She can sing. Uh, she can sing. Uh, she has tracks out there with other artists that I enjoy. Uh, weirdly enough, like in my song list of like top five songs I listen to, uh, she's she has three of them. She's 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 still up and coming too. Yeah, yeah, she makes great music and she keeps coming out with good music. Her last album that came out this year was just on point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is dope. I like her. Right. What's your What's your number two? Uh so my number two is Jay Balvin, <laughs> and that's on. But <laughs> but it's not. But but I like Jay Balvin. It's not. It's not a surprise for me. His his music is just fire. Okay, but is he like your top reggaeton artist? No, you my you my number one is my top. It's an artist that you guys probably don't even know. What? Yep. Watch it be Nicki Jam. Um. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> so okay, Mike, Mike, Mike. What's your number one? Okay, okay. My number one is NF. This dude is he's a monster. He's he, a beast. Yeah. He's a monster, man. He kills. Just like he says in the track, man. I kill any beat. And it's just true. And honestly, I if there is someone who I would compare to M, it would be him. Because he, he reminds me of M. I'm not saying he's and listen. I'm not saying he's M and M, but I'm saying he reminds me of M. That's all I'm saying. And I just gotta say this though. And you gotta be dope for Eminem to diss you on a song, you gotta be dope, bro. I like that's when you know you made it. Mm-hmm. When when Eminem disses you, Eminem went out of his way to diss him. Like first, you know, with all the other rappers, Eminem responded. For him, he went out of his way to diss him because of he was hearing the comparisons. That's that means something in my book. Oh, I felt some type of way, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, my number one's weird. My number one was different than my entire list. Uh, my my entire list was R and B and rap. Which made sense. And then my number one makes sense 100% to me, but it's just different. It's uh, a group uh, a group called Mumford & Sons. Oh, I thought you were going to say BTS. Nah. <laughs> uh, Mumford & Sons is a folk music group, bro. And, I mean, I just love their music. They make freaking great music. And it's just different. And, you know, different is good sometimes. And I vibe out to a lot of their albums. Um they're a big, yeah, they're a big group that I listen to in general. I like my music all over the place, so I'm not surprised that they were number one just because since the pandemic started, I've been blasting a lot of their shit. I got a couple more right. songs on there on my list. Kill the, yeah, no, they're, yeah, they make great music. Uh, Ray, let's kill the suspense, and uh, who is your number one artist slash number one reggaeton artist? So my number one artist slash reggaeton artist is Sesh. Who? Sesh. Uh, it's like Spanish trap, bro. And his music is fire, bro. I discovered him um like 
I want to say like in March of um 2020, and bro, since I I I first heard him like in one of my mixes, I couldn't stop listening to him, bro. Like that dude is fire. He's like a Spanish T Pain, bro. It's like T Pain did reggaeton. Like dude, bro. Like I mean, from the looks and everything, it's like this big black dude with dreads. But you listen to his music, bro. And his music is just fire, like fire, bro. Fire. <laughs> okay, Ray. I okay. I if if this was anybody else saying this shit, I would be like, what the fuck are they talking about? But if it's since it's coming from you. And you, I, I can vouch for you. Like you're a music junkie, and you know your shit. I'm gonna look him up. All right. Hey, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna explain to the audience. Ray is a fucking music junkie. Like he listens to music all day. He knows his shit. He's like my fucking Yoda for fucking music. Like you, like you, like whoa, oh Benny the Butcher, you shall hear. <laughs> <laughs> And, and just so the audience understands, it's funny because Ray's really short as well. <laughs> Con- Conway. Mm. <laughs> Sesh. Mm. Uh, so, okay. So moving on from that, though, this weirdly enough, this was the first year since they, because Spotify has only been doing this like roundup for what, three years now? And this is the first time of those three years that I didn't have Joe Button on my top five list. Which I thought was interesting. What? No more pump it up. <laughs> <laughs> he put out better music than that shit. Dear diary, I have no mixtapes to put out. Wow. Yo, I was just saying, man, he's oh look, I I'm, I don't blame you. I I like Joe Button, but you know, he's he's on his he's on his own shit. He had a, he hasn't any, he hasn't put out new music out. He retired. He was done with music. He's focusing strictly on his podcast now. Fuckers. Hey man, he's getting millions off that podcast. I know, I don't bro. blame him. That's, that's why I don't blame Logic either. You know, even though I would appreciate new Logic music, this fucking fucker went to Switch. <laughs> um Mike, but actually, um, from what I hear, I haven't um got into a Twitch account yet, but he does like concerts on Twitch and everything. Like he's basic, like he even did a whole beat tape on Twitch for people to like rap on and stuff. Like, he's basically, what he's doing is, I guess, um, you know, if he makes music, Def Jam gets a part of it. So he can't really make, like, a legit, like, album like usual anymore. But he can still do stuff through Twitch and get most of the profit. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So you won't, don't be surprised if one day he does, like, a, a, a live album, you know, straight off Twitch. The only thing is that you had to watch the Twitch and listen to all the songs. I would, I would watch that. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that too. I think he's just trying to be like the hip hop, like ninja. You know how you know the gamer ninja. Like I think he's just trying to like embody that, but the hip hop version of it. The Elijah concert is the best experience in life. Like if you have experienced a Logic concert, then. I mean, bro, because you really do feel the peace, love, and positivity mm-hmm. of those concerts. Yeah, he's right. It was, like, I oh, mean, yeah. I've been I've been to, like, ones even, like, Mike, matter of fact, you were there with me. You don't remember the one in Tampa where one of the girls fainted, bro, and he made, he made like, the whole everybody split up, like, the C, and they went and they got the girl. You don't yeah, remember that, bro? Yeah, I remember. It's, he, he's, 
He's a good person. That's that's what makes it even better. He's he's actually a, a dope person, a dope human being. So he actually cares about the fans. Did you guys get to look at the uh, your genre list? I cracked up when I saw my genre list. Yeah, I saw I saw mine. <laughs> my, I, I have some questions. Yeah, I I have some questions for Spotify. <laughs> I do too because my number one was pop, but I don't listen to pop music like that, so I'm very confused. That my that was number two. That was number two. So I, I I'm with you. I don't I don't know I don't listen I don't feel like I listen to pop that much. Where it's number two. I don't think I listen to it enough to where it's number one. I you know what I think it is though. I think it's also a lot of that EDM music now falls under pop sometimes, and I'll listen to some of those songs. Pop was number four for me, but I listen to like old school nineteen nineties. Like I listen to boy band shit sometimes. Oh yeah, I mean I understand it. That's definitely <laughs> pleasure, but I don't listen to enough of it to where it would be number one. My number two was rap, and I was like, okay, that makes sense. My number one I thought was gonna be R and B, but R and B didn't even make my list in my top five. Los, uh, rap was my number two as well. Really? What was your number one? Latin? My, my, yeah, Latin. La, la, Latin, Latin Caribbean. And then my number three is uh, Christian hip-hop. Like I said, number four is pop. And then number five was um, Latino. So it's Latin Caribbean and then Latino. So what's the difference between Latin Caribbean and Latino? I don't know, bro. I guess, I guess Latin, I guess Latin Caribbean is like the reggaeton, and then I guess Latino is like the salsa and the bachata. But well, wouldn't that just be salsa or, vice versa? or bachata? Because that is the genre. That's what I, I would have thought. Hey, listen, that's what I would have thought too. Bro. Spotify, you're racist bullshit. And- <laughs> I know, I know. Reggaeton is reggaeton because reggaeton was number three for me because I want to speak Spanish so bad. <laughs> and just to to um clarify, Mike isn't lying, bro. Because I'll tell you what, when I first met Mike, he used to just listen to Daddy Yankee and all that, and he really <laughs> thought he was gonna he really thought he was gonna learn Spanish from that. Because I I heard him say a couple times to girls, "Tu quieres la gasolina, gasolina, gasolina." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Is, okay, is, okay. First of all, what the fuck else am I supposed to say? Where the fucking Spanish club? I'm only the only Spanish dude that doesn't speak Spanish there, so I had to adapt. So don't fault me for adapting. <laughs> my li- my top five genre. What I liked about it was it showed my diversity. So like I said, I have pop, rap, Latin, and then my last two are rock. And contemporary country. Wait, 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 wait. Say it again. My final two were my final two were for like number four was rock, and number five was contemporary country. That's that yeah. word and sons. I I knew you had some rebel flag in your blood. <laughs> you know, I, like I was like maybe that's what they consider Mumford and Son, but I'm like no, Mumford and Sons is folk music. <laughs> even though, I think, even I think though, like, counting, uh, I think they're counting like the hunt, like the what's his name, Brown Band, and 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 uh, what's the guy from Hootie and the Blowfish? Um, Hootie, Darius Rucker, isn't he Hootie? <laughs> Hootie, <laughs> he, is, <laughs> he, is, he is Hootie. 
But his real name is Darius. He goes by Darius. Country singing. So I think that's what it means. I listen to the more like popish country music. Oh, all right, all right. Let me tell you. Let me tell you guys my top five because you guys are gonna get a kick out of this one. All right. Uh, number one was rap. Uh, not shocked there. Uh, number two was pop. Little shocked there. But I I raid the new music uh, playlist every Friday, and I just pick out songs that I like out of that playlist. So that's probably why. I do um, the same thing. Uh, reggaeton number three. Uh, pop pop rap number four. I'm sure Carlos is gonna give me shit about that. And number five was rock. What the hell is pop rap? You can't go wrong. That's that old town road bullshit. <laughs> That's what that is, bro. That's, he's listening to little Nas X or no, whatever. No, whatever. Like, um, what undead or something like that. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Johnny. Okay. So this is okay. I wanted to ask you guys because to be honest with you, when I saw pop rap. I didn't know what that considered. So it, it, I think there's all the kitty bop rap that you listen to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think pop rap also encompasses like Post Malone. No. Roddy Rich. You know, the guys who are singing and rapping at the same time. Oh, know? so you listen to a lot of Drake. I know. Fuck you. No. Okay, that's what you mean. That's no. pop rap. No, Drake. No. You listen to a lot of- I listen to old backpack humble Drake. This new Drake, I don't know who the fuck that is. Okay, all I know he's some dude with a baby. I don't. I don't know who that is. I don't know. Okay. I, 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 but- I was digging that Scorpion album though. That Scorpion album was fire. I haven't been. I honestly can tell you, I stopped listening to Drake about three hours so, ago. What was okay? Yeah, me too. So I don't probably, probably that you heard. What was your favorite Drake album out of the last ones you heard? The last like album that I listened to that I was like, this is a classic. Yeah, that's tough. You, for real? You guys got to think about it? Yeah, it's a long time ago, man. Okay. Uh, I feel like he's putting out music that's catchy, but he's not putting out any content that wows me anymore. I, I'll it's tell the you, same shit for me, I think his best album was Take Care. Take care. Oh, that, that was what that I was, was his second album. Okay. Um, thank me later. I think Thank Me Later, I think, is is his best. That I like Thank Me Later a lot. Nothing was see, nothing, I'm more fan of like uh So Far Gone or Oh yeah, like, So Far is, Gone is, is that the name of it? For sure. My favorite album he's ever done. Like I all the new stuff that he's made, I feel like he's made music more for women now, which is understandable. They're spending the money, so why not? But it's just not catching my attention anymore. Okay. But it's like Kanye. I don't listen to any new Kanye. I don't like uh, his new music. I've tried it, didn't like it. For me, after after graduate after graduation, uh I, I for some reason I just I never I never liked the um my dark fantasy or my beautiful whatever the album was. I didn't mind eight oh eight and heartbeat, uh eight oh eight and heartbreak. I didn't mind it. I thought it was a solid album. Uh, my dark twisted fantasy was okay. It wasn't the best, but I like. I, I but I also did feel like he was taking Kid Cudi style, and, and make and trying to make it his own, because Kid Cudi was getting popular around the same time that, that was happening, uh, and he was under Kanye. So I wouldn't be surprised if that was kind of what was going on. He got inspired by Kid Cudi's flow and decided he wanted to give it a try too. But yeah, no, I. 
I, I want less gospel music from Kanye and more Jesus Walks. Boom. I'll that's what it. I that's what that's literally what I want. <laughs> Message. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm not I'm not a fan of the new stuff. But you know who I who did surprise me? And I didn't think I would ever like his music. And I have grown to enjoy his music. Uh not the old stuff, because that's still garbage. Uh Justin oh, Bieber. Yeah. That the Yeah. Here's a song out right now with Sean Mendes, Monster. Fire. Great track. That's a fire Great song. Track. He also has a track with uh with uh Chance the Rapper, Holy, which is uh, fucking great I, as well. I, I didn't like that one that much. No. No, I liked it. It's okay. It's very it's it's a radio song. It's a good song. It's it's good for radio. It's catchy, but Monster is better. I I do give you guys that. I would Monster say out of the track. three out of the three that he's dropped, I'll say ranking them. It'll be Monster, then Lonely with Benny Blanco, and and then Holy. Oh yeah. Of yeah, the three yes. radio tracks he's dropped. Because he has a whole he has a, he has this whole album he made. I don't know if you saw. He wrote a, a letter to the Academy or to the Grammy nomination board saying that while he appreciates the nomination for pop music, he created and made a sound that was R and B and he was making it to be an R and B C D. So he wants to be recognized as an R&B singer for this particular album, not a pop singer. Uh, I, the Monster song made me like an official a fan of his because of that. Those lyrics that he that he sang really showed. Oh that yeah, bro, like definitely. Well, but bro, my thing with Justin Bieber always was people are giving him shit, but he's twenty years old. He's doing. He's twenty years old with millions of dollars and no one to tell him what the fuck he can do. Yeah. That's a bad combination, no matter how you play it. Yeah. Like, you're going to do stupid shit. Yeah. And he was a dumbass. The fact that he grew up and realized he was a dumbass and he wants to do better is good. That's what you want to see. But he also came out with better content now. He's not making the fucking baby or any of that shit anymore. He's making good songs. Uh, he did, uh, or the, the CD he did in 2019, that's what made me a Justin Bieber fan. I'm telling you, yeah. struggle, struggle always produces great music. I don't know. I, there's something, there's something about people going through struggles that puts their heart into their music that they go mm-hmm. into. Those are the best albums when they're made yep. out of, you know, pain and suffering. Mm. Yep. Like rumors. <laughs> That's true. Rumors is a classic CD, or, or yeah, it's a classic CD. Oh yeah, bro. Mac. Mac is awesome, bro. I love Stevie Nicks, man. But I'm saying Rumors was perfect because they were going through so much turmoil while making these uh, these tracks. Yeah. So it's literally they were fighting and imploding while making this CD. Yeah. And they made a mm-hmm. classic album about all the rumors that they heard mm-hmm. about themselves. So I thought. That- my question to you guys is, what is your number one song on Spotify that you played this year? Mine, mine surprised me, but I like the track so much that I'm, I don't, it doesn't Mine, me. Mine is Relacion by Sesh. And that song is fire, bro. Fire. <laughs> my, mine, uh, mine was because I listen to it every time I go to the gym. And it's uh, Running. Uh, by Ludwig Göransson um, uh, from the Creed Two soundtrack, and it's okay. it's a good fucking working out song because it's a, it's a per- I think the one thing I like about the Creed movies, especially with the soundtracks, 
is it really does a good job of blending like the classical uh, or the classic Rocky type of like opera music or classical music. And it, and it does a good job of mixing it with the new school of like uh, rap beats. So it, well, you got to remember the Rocky movies also had great tracks. They had great rock tracks though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause these, these Creed movies are, they're pretty much the new generation of rock. Definitely. Movies. Definitely. Oh, for sure. But, and in Mike's burner account, which he doesn't want to mention, but he got a burner account <laughs> and his number one song is body by Megan Thee Stallion. That's true. I can't get enough of Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> My number one track, interestingly, was Deathbed by Powell. By who? By Papu. Don't get away for too long. Don't. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's a good song. I mean, those aren't the words. I'm but just yeah, the melody. The melody. <laughs> Obviously, it's the melody. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Powerful Deathbed was my number one track. That was a, it was a great track. The rest are from the people from my top five. But yeah, I thought that was interesting that none of my top five artists were even my number. Um, my five. number two song, um, which was by which I was surprised by, but it was um, uh, it was Pop Smoke, um, and Lil Baby and the uh, uh, I, I guess the song is called. But I was I'm not. I'm but not I was a... surprised. I don't even listen to Pop Smoke like that. But that song is fire. <laughs> See, mine was uh, Tayani, Jesse Reyes, and Toy Lane. Oh, my God, bro. It's not Tayani. It's Tiny. Tiny, bro. Tiny. You sound so white, bro. You sound white. Bro, I have the worst habit of doing that with names, too, because, like, I want to pronounce it the way it's pronounced. But then when I do it the way I think it's pronounced, I'm always Spanish off. Spanish Uncle Ruckus. What? Uh, no, Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> he sounds like a Spanish <laughs> Uncle Ruckus. Come here, tiny. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what's your number two? Uh, two. I'm surprised this was actually number two. Uh, God's Country by Blake Shelton. Oh? <laughs> I, can't believe, I, I can't believe that I have a country song. That's interesting. And my number two. But, after, okay, you know how I feel about country, Ray. So, but let me explain. To me, every country song to me sounds the same. It's like, like, that, like it has that same fucking same guy singing. I like country songs that sound like rock. You know what I mean? Like, it just it has that rock feel to it. Okay. And check out Jack Brown Band. Yeah, I heard. I heard. Actually, uh, a couple people told me about that. And I was... Number three was 3 a.m. by Russ and Ty Dolla Sign. That's a good fucking I like song. Russ, bro. I, I, I like that I've... song a lot. Yeah, Russ is dope. I, 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 I've never heard that song. Uh, you should, man. It's, it's a good song. I think you'll like Russ. Um, number four is Bombs by Fabulous. Right, you know what song that is? Um, no. Nah. Back, back on my bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, 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 I have it, yeah. He, he sampled the Chicago Bulls yeah, thing. Yeah, He killed it. I'm not going to lie. He killed that fucking song. Um, And number five is Joyner Lucas, ADHD. Great track. Yeah. Great track. Solid. 
Okay, okay. So, okay, so check it. Like I said, my number one was Deathbed. My number two was Feel It, Feel it Too. My number three was Blind Leading the Blind by Mumford & Sons. Great track. Very high, very high energy folk music. So, like, they have their down songs where it's very calm. And if you ever see a Mumford & Sons video, you'll enjoy it because it's really... It's either really funny or just really interesting. Like they have a so number four was Love in the Dark by Jesse Reyes. Great track. My number five was Before Love Came to Kill Us by Jesse Reyes, which that surprised me because I expected I if I had a Jesse Reyes song on there, I expected it to be the one she did with Eminem on that album. That song is fucking amazing. I don't know if y'all heard that track yet. No, I I, ha- I have a couple of Jesse Reyes songs, but I haven't heard too much of her. Yeah, I gotta. I, I got to the last album. The last album, it was different. It was a little like she's very. She has no problem speaking her mind, which I think is dope. Right. So she'll say exactly what she wants to say, which is really fun to listen to. But the last album that she came out with was very very interesting. It was very artistic, in a different way than she normally comes out with. So I, I vibed to it. It was very good. The song she had with M is essentially about two people trying to kill kill themselves before the other one could kill themselves. It's very weird. And and you know who also makes videos like that where it's either funny or it has the, or it has like a good message? Uh, Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Yes, they do. They can be either really funny. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm surprised, man. I'm really surprised that Foo Fighters was not in my top anything. Because I love Foo Fighters. That's one concert that I, I want to go to before I die. Is a Foo Fighters concert. That'd be interesting. Word. So, so um, fuck you. One, like I said, was, was, was Relacion by Sesh. Um, my number two was For the Night by Pop Smoke featuring Lil Baby and the Baby. Number three is Ese Hombre by La India. Uh, that one has a little influence from my mom. I can tell because uh, I listen to that song, but not as but not as much to be my number three. Uh, four is Palse by Maluma featuring Justin Quiles. Fire song. That new the, my number five is Trofeo by Sesh, which is a fire song as well. I mean, that whole album is fire. But the last question I have for you guys, then, as far as your Spotify 2020 list. What was your number one podcast? For the excuse me, you're in the way podcast, bitch. Sorry, I'm, okay, I'm I'm lying. I'm sorry. Um, my mine was Bill Simmons. Bill, what does he do? Bill, uh, it was probably time because he was he started the sports podcast even before podcasts were in the mainstream. So he's 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 got a really solid uh, podcast. The raises is probably gonna be something for no, it's actually uh, earn your leisure. Uh, and uh, they actually, um, uh, each episode they introduce like um, business owners or like CEOs or like people that got side hustles and they show you, you know, how they came up from those side hustles. And then also, they have this show on Mondays called Market Mondays with um, an investor named Ian Dunlap. And they break down different stocks and stuff. And that's actually one of my favorite shows to listen to on Mondays. When I'm not recording with you two ugly bastards. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, 
All right. So my top podcast listen of the year was the Armchair Expert, and that's a Dax Shepard uh, hosted podcast. Essentially, what he does is he interviews other celebrities or even experts in specific, uh, particular fields, which I thought was pretty dope. Uh, and he discusses their life. He discusses, you know, he dives in deep, though. It's not one of those, like, podcasts or simple interviews where you're just talking about, you know, the surface stuff. He dives in deep. He, he's not afraid to talk about his, uh, his addictions and his issues. And he ends up talking about the issues of other stars and things they've gone through and, and how it affected them, which I think is really cool. Just because you listen to other people's perspectives and you listen to other people's lives and what they had to go through. And it kind of just, you know, it refocuses you a little bit. At least that's what it does to me. It kind of tell, shows me other people's stories, which I've always found interesting, even if they weren't celebrities. If they were just regular people, they were talking about their life and their history. I think that's a very interesting thing to listen to, just to kind of get a new perspective. All right, that's it for today. I uh, hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, if you did, send us a like or a comment on our official Instagram page, excuse me, Podcast Official. Until then, we're out. Love it.